Now, the South African economy may have contracted by 0.2% in the third quarter, with declines in construction highlighted as a contributor. But the AFRIMAT Construction Index shows that the pains in the economy are not weighing as heavily on the sector. The index grew to 131.5 during the period from 120.3 the uh, previously, that's the highest level since 2016. This has six of the nine measured indicators recorded positive real growth rates compared to the second quarter. Independent analyst Rolof Bertha joins us to unpack the findings of the index in greater detail. Rolof, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for your time. Good afternoon. Hi there. All right, Rolof, this is actually uh, a great, uh, I would say, especially if we are speaking about 2016 levels, because, uh, you know, that's pre the peak of, uh, for instance, uh, issues like load shedding. Um, and I'm keen to get your thoughts on how you're contextualizing uh, this number then in relation to all of that. Yes, um, <clears throat> that's the really good news is that the AFIMAT Construction Index has uh, more than recovered from uh, the impact of COVID. But uh, unfortunately, and uh, everybody involved intimately with construction will know very well that you have wide-ranging differences in the uh, indicators. Uh, anybody out there that is uh, involved in building houses uh, will find this difficult to believe. This 9.2% increase in the AFRIMAT index uh, quarter on quarter, because, uh, and there's a, a very good reason for that, and that, of course, is the unduly restrictive monetary policy of the Reserve Bank. Your value of building plans passed uh, in the third quarter was 25% lower than a year ago. But the value of wholesale sales of construction materials was 24% higher. So this is a huge difference. But the key, key indicator uh, in this quarter was the employment. The employment growth was really uh, nothing short of spectacular. That actually correlates perfectly with what we would have seen from the quarterly labor force survey. We saw unemployment uh, ticking down to 31.9%. But I'm keen to get your thoughts on what we saw happening with the GDP data, where we saw uh, construction being a negative contributor to that print. Uh, in light of what we're seeing with this index right now, Rolof, how do we make sense of that? Well, as, as far as the GDP is concerned, if you uh, add just three items here, um, three factors, the highest interest rates in 15 years, um, the Durban Harbour, <laughs> uh, and thirdly, uh, load shedding, and maybe a fourth one, the state of our roads outside of the Western Cape. Uh, those, those four factors uh, contrive to prevent the economy from growing in the third quarter. But um, there is certainly life in construction. I mean, you don't create 145,000 new jobs. That's the, the tally so far this year in construction. Uh, and, and then, you know, uh, that, that's ample proof that the industry as a whole is certainly on a growth path. I also want to speak about uh, production and demand for building materials. Do we know if that's coming uh, from commercial projects or even uh, from residential products? Uh, just also considering how super strained the South African household is at present. Well, yes, um, there are still houses being built, <laughs> although the value of buildings completed uh, in this quarter declined again. Uh, and on a year on year basis, it's, it's also down uh, uh, depressingly. So once again, what the construction sector at large and certainly the property sector in South Africa requires, the residential property sector um, to lift its head up is lower interest rates. That would be the key. But there's one indicator that stands out here, and that's the volume of building materials produced. Now, building materials essentially is sand, aggregate, etc. Um, 
And th- that's up uh, uh, 9.8%. Let's call that 10% quarter on quarter, almost 3% year on year. So that is uh, ample proof that somewhere construction activity in South Africa is, is actually happening. And uh, I, I, I've been in the northwestern Limpopo province recently, and you can see roads being, um, made, you know, being fixed from year to year. I drove on a tarred road in the boat and Tanin uh, for the, um, no, that, sorry, that was in Dabazambi for the first time in a decade. So things are slowly but surely happening, but we need to step it up. Let's also speak about, uh, you know, what we are anticipating to uh, be driving uh, what we see uh, in terms of these uh, jobs. The job issue is very important. 145,000 jobs really is spectacular generally, but more importantly in South Africa's economy. What kinds of jobs are these, Rolof? Do we know, uh, you know, and how sustainable these jobs are? Um, Well, I I like to believe that they're sustainable uh, because the infrastructure projects are taking off. Sunrun is going to issue new tenders again. So we are pretty confident that next year will also be a bumper year for the the AFRIMAT index. Uh, Well, we're we're hoping and praying that that will happen. And then also uh, just speaking uh, to that outlook for 2024 there. Um, Rolof, I'm just keen uh, to get your thoughts on that uh, specific issue and what we expect to be driving uh, that positively. We know government has made commitments to infrastructure spend, but we haven't seen that quite materialize in the way in which we had hoped. Well, the the big item here remains renewable energy, Uh, whether it's a wind farm, whether it's a large generator uh, or a solar uh, installation. I've seen solar installations now recently at NetCare hospitals in Cape Town. First they build the, the carports and then they slap the rest of the stuff in. That's a lot of construction activity going on there. And this is not going to stop. Uh, I mean, we've got no options in South Africa. We have to continue with this drive for renewable energy. And you also see that in record imports of machinery and equipment. So on, on the big picture is really very good for, for construction and building activity. But as I said earlier, Lower interest rates are key to uh, allowing this to, to flourish further. Let's talk about that because we are only anticipating, I mean, if at all, the risk environment is still quite um, strained, I would say. Uh, we're talking about to- uh, cuts there in the second half of 2024. I'm wondering, uh, you know, what we should see immediately change in this index uh, should interest rates uh, be cut, which are some of the indicators here, the sub-indicators, uh, where we'll see a positivity, Rolof. Well, uh, uh, new capital formation has now recorded its seventh successive double-digit growth rate during the third quarter. And But the key is, uh, apart from interest rates, is privatization, or let's call it public-private partnerships, whatever they want to call it. But unless the private sector becomes much more involved in all aspects of infrastructure creation and maintenance and fixing the stuff that was uh, virtually destroyed in some instances during the state capture era, uh, we are not going to see a real takeoff. Well, Rolof, all we can do is uh, watch and hope that next year indeed uh, does also lead to a better ACI. Thank you so much for your time this afternoon. It's always a pleasure. That was independent analyst Rolof with them.